Per Madsen is a two-brain mentor. He is the founder of Coaches Congress Sweden, a huge multi-day event for gym owners and coaches in Stockholm. This week, we've been talking about building an audience, and I wanted to get Per on the podcast to talk about how to build a huge audience, whether you're running an event or a competition or like a summit event, or you just want to grow your business. Because the way that Per did this step-by-step is really fascinating. He didn't use any Facebook ads. He didn't really use any attention-getting marketing at all. He built it one person at a time. I also want you to hear how he established trust with his audience. Because last year, after 280 people signed up to come and hear Greg Glassman talk, Greg couldn't make it at the last minute. And so the trust the audience had in pair really carried him through that. Now, he's going to tell you the story in his own words, so I don't want to spoil it. Pear is also going to tell you how to extend that audience to talk to people in the periphery, how people in the Coaches Congress group invite their friends and bring their coaches the following year, and how that attracts other people who add value, like other speakers and sponsors. It's a great deep dive into how to build an audience, how to sustain an audience, and how to make the people in that audience feel special even as the audience grows. I think you're going to love it. Welcome to Two Brain Radio. I'm your host, Chris Cooper, here every week with the best of the fitness industry. Got a sec? We would love to hear from you. I write emails to my mailing list every day, and it's a highlight when somebody takes the time to respond. If you've got feedback on my show or a guest you'd like to hear on Two Brain Radio, email podcast at twobrainbusiness.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Two Brain Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Per Mattson, welcome back to Two Brain Radio. Thanks. Nice being here again. It's great to have you. You're a man of many talents. You've been on the show before to talk about having hard conversations and leadership. And today we're going to talk about building an audience because you're also good at that. Yeah, I hope so. And I think so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And so today we're going to be talking specifically about a big event uh, that you host every year uh, called Coaches Congress. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. What is Coaches Congress? Uh, Coaches Congress is uh, it's an annual summit that I started here in Sweden in 2012, I think it was. And we, we, we tried to, to be like um, a place for coaches and gym owners to meet up every year, to share experiences, uh, learn new stuff about being business owners or about being more professional as coaches. So it's basically a, a, a summit, right? Every year for coaches and gym owners. What, what said to you, I need to do this? You know, like, why did you want to do it? I think it was because I, before, uh, you know, starting a gym or actually at the same time as running my first CrossFit gym, I was working. My professional background is in the school systems. I've been a teacher and I've been a principal. And I also worked a couple of years as a leadership consultant. And doing that, I was like training teachers and principals and politicians around leadership connected to the school system. And uh, I was often one of the speakers at different kinds of events and conferences in, in Sweden and in Finland mainly. And then when I started a crossfit gym we had like three or four crossfit gyms in sweden so the community was quite small and i felt that after a couple of years we we had no real gathering point except from competitions and i wanted to i wanted to create the place where we could meet up where we could 
uh, grow as leaders, as coaches, and as professionals. Because I think one of the main reasons that I started across the gym from the beginning was that I, I really wanted to prove something to you know people in Sweden that what we think we know about fitness in general is <laughs> it's often quite wrong. Uh, so I think it's a, it's a mix of me being quite competitive and me wanting to help people. So I wanted to help gym owners and coaches and I was a bit competitive with the fitness uh, industry in general and really wanted to prove something and I can't do that on my on my own so we need all of us who runs micro gyms crossfit gyms we need to be in it together basically so I I just saw an opportunity to help I think so you didn't want to include a competition. I think if you're listening to this, the advice that Per is going to share with us on building an audience would really help you if you are running a local competition uh, because you probably don't have a marketing yeah. budget for it. Uh, but more in a general sense of just building like an audience of attention for your business. Uh, I think these are the big lessons yeah. that we're going to learn from you today, Per. So what I want to talk Hopefully, about yeah. first is like, you said that the reason that you started Coaches Congress was because nobody else was doing it and you thought that something like this should exist. Why didn't you want to include like a throwdown or some kind of CrossFit competition in there? Because I was also running one of Sweden's largest elite competitions in CrossFit. <laughs> and mainly for the same reason, I wanted to prove that competitions could be, could be done better than the ones that the people were doing in Sweden at the time. Uh, so I already had that <laughs> project going, and I think it's it's I, I would say it's two totally different things. I, if I meet up with owners and coaches to to learn more about being a business owner and being a better coach, I think that is what I would like to focus on, and not just throw in a competition the same weekend or something like that. And me personally, when I when we did the competition, I was always the speaker. So I never had the time to, to actually talk to anyone. So, you know, all of these people that I really loved meeting, gym owners, great athletes, I never had the opportunity to talk to them throughout that weekend. And they just, uh, you know, messaged me afterwards and thanking me for a great competition. And I, I like, okay, so you were there in the audience. Cool. <laughs> so I just, I just wanted to be, I wanted to have the opportunity to talk to people also. And that opportunity is hard to find when you're at a competition. Yeah, because focus, focus is on that competition, right? Especially if you're one of the organizers. But yeah. We found the same, really. Um, you know, when we go to, when we're invited to speak about business at a competition, boy, it's really hard to keep people's minds on the business because they're so attracted to the competition and worried about their athletes. And, you know, I would be the exact same way. So. Um, okay. Yeah. So when you were starting to plan coaches Congress, you know, several years ago, what did you think would be the, the hardest part of putting this event fund? Uh, I, uh, I have to think on that one because, uh, if you would ask my, my girlfriend, she would call me a bit naive every now and then because I don't, I don't think before I act. So I think I just had an idea and in my head it sounded really great and fun. And I asked my business partners, what do you think guys? And they said, yeah, go for it. Uh, so uh, 
I don't think I actually <laughs> thought it through. I, I couldn't see any, any potential problems because uh, I didn't, we didn't take any big risks or anything. We booked uh, a place outside of Stockholm where, with uh, cheap accommodation and, and food and stuff like that. So we wanted to be, make it easy for people to come. And uh, that's where we started. So there was no like financial risk in it for me or for us in the beginning at least. So when you started Coaches Congress, was it just you? Were your gym partners involved or did you have other partners too? It was me and my business partners in the gym, yeah. And then we just, you know, asked around people that we knew and respected and that we thought had knowledge that could be valuable for gym owners and coaches. We asked them if they wanted to present. Okay. And we're certainly going to come to that. I want to start with um, how you got attendees to show up. So, you know, you started by just saying, I'm going to do this. You found a location, yeah. then you started finding speakers. But how did you get the attention of the first person who paid you money to come to this event? Uh, I think I had two, two different uh, methods. I think one of them was uh, through the network that, that we had, thanks to our uh, being competition uh, arrangers or organizers. So we had... A fairly large network and uh, also because I was quite early in the CrossFit community in Sweden, we were a tight-knit community. So I, I reached out to them and told them, I'm going to do this. What do you think of this idea? Yeah, sign us up. So that, I think that was it. And then we have a, uh, a group in Sweden, a Facebook group called Cross, uh, CF Sweden. And I just uh-huh. posted in that group. Uh, and I think that every gym owner and most athletes and coaches are in that group as well. So, so okay. So you were leveraging audiences that you already had. Yeah. Took a second to think about who do yeah. I know. Yeah. So did you send an email to the other gym owners and say, "Here's what we're doing. Here's the price," or was it something else? Actually, I just wrote them on Facebook. Personal PM them on Facebook first the first year yeah i think i only used facebook the first year actually that's very interesting yeah and one of one of the things that you use on facebook was a facebook group yeah now since then you've started your own group for coaches congress yeah how is that different from the cf sweden group <laughs> uh I, I at least i tried to make it a bit different because i wanted a group with owners and coaches only so in the beginning it was a private group so you had to be invited into that group uh, then we went a bit back and forward. So it, it, then we made it an open group. So I'm not sure now if there are other people in that group that are not coaches or owners, but we started by, you know, uh, starting with a private group with invitation only to try to have a group that was more valuable in terms of the discussions being made in it. Right. Yeah. Uh, was it originally yeah. for people who might come to Coaches Congress or people who were definitely coming to Coaches Congress? I, I think actually that we started that group after the first year's event. So I think I, I started it then to keep, like, uh, keep momentum, keep people engaged, uh, and as a way of building my audience for the next year's event. I think that's a great idea too. Um, when you were setting your original prices, how did you decide what to charge for Coaches Congress? <laughs> like an amateur. <laughs> uh, you know, projecting. And, but 
also, to be fair, uh, I wanted to make the choice of coming really, really simple because I knew that most gym owners were, you know, doing it the way I was doing it back then uh, as a hobby. Uh, so I think I'd, we charged like a hundred dollars person or something like that for two days, a two day event. And they also had to pay for, um, you know, accommodation and stuff like that. So I wanted to make it really, really easy. So I, it was, it was very cheap. How many people attended the first year? 83. Well, that's really fantastic. I am pretty sure. Well, I know for a fact that's more than we had at the first two brain summit, because I think that number was like 26 or something. Yeah. Even 30. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, super fun. I was, like I had a dream goal of a hundred yeah. and the uh, worst case scenario in my head was 40 to 50. So 83 was, uh, it was cool. And we had gym owners coming from Finland and Sweden. So I was quite happy. Yeah. yeah. How did you find speakers for that first event? Uh, personal network, I would say. So we, we asked one guy that we had taken an uh, education from like a, physical trainer education and he was really knowledgeable so we asked him uh we asked around in our network and in the crossfit community who do you want to come uh i knew or i know mats jakobsen and asked him and he wanted to come and he's he's a great guy and a great presenter so uh i think also we asked people who are who were a bit nerdy around their special topics and i think that People like that, they always like to tell people about their hobbies or their special interests. And they, they really appreciate it when you ask them if they want to, to talk or speak. That's very true. Hey guys, Chris Cooper here. I wrote the best-selling fitness business book of all time, but I often think about taking it off the shelves. Here's why. Business evolves quickly. And while the ideas in my book, Two Brain Business, still have value, my program has evolved. That's where my most recent book comes in. In Founder, Farmer, Tinker, Thief, I break the entrepreneur's journey into stages because the things that work in the first stage don't work in the second and vice versa. Everything I put in that book is based on thousands of hours on the phone with gym owners and tens of thousands of dollars in research. I know what works, when it works, and why it works. I'm not just going to try and inspire you with pie-in-the-sky philosophy and memes about grinding and hustling. I'm going to give you step-by-step instructions based on what the best gyms in the world are doing to succeed. You can spin your tires like I did 10 years ago as a struggling gym owner, or you can avoid my mistakes by reading a book based on a decade of knowledge. Check out Founder, Farmer, Tinker, Thief on Amazon. I wrote it to help people like you. And now back to Two Brain Radio. What about sponsors? I mean, one of the things that impressed me the most when I visited last year was how many sponsors there were and you know how professional they looked. Yeah, first... Three years, we didn't have any sponsors except from Ileco. So we've always been very close to Ileco. They have always been helping us with our gyms, with our competitions, and with this event. So, and that the location where we were, we weren't allowed to bring in any other sponsors. So we couldn't really use sponsors. So it was just Ileco the first years. And then actually last year was the first year that we had more uh, exhibitors and sponsors. So how do you, how do you, um, attract more sponsors? You know, what, how do you approach them? Is it an email? Is it a phone call? And how do you sell them on the idea of being there? Uh, email, definitely. Uh, 
I think same thing as you know with people with nerdy interests and stuff like that you know many of the sponsors or partners or exhibitors connected to crossfit is they are also really nerdy <laughs> about their businesses that's what i think at least so they love events like this a bit more small in in scale than big uh, fairs and exhibitions like that so they get a great opportunity to really talk to all the owners and coaches longer than just two minutes or something like that so they appreciate that i think uh, so and also last year we had we were promised from crossfit hq that greg glassman was going to come to the event so we had a lot of people signing up and if you know that you have like 60 70 or even 80 gym owners from all over europe coming and if you want to have you know do business with gym owners then that would be a great place to be right so we 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 i don't even think we had to ask some of the exhibitors because they emailed us and asked if they could come okay yeah and what questions did the exhibitors ask you about the venue? Was it just tactical stuff like what kind of space we have, or was it more, you know, who's coming? How should we yeah. approach them? Who's coming? How should we approach them? Yeah. And also uh, they wanted to know about the presenters and speakers also. So uh, at least the, the professional exhibitors and sponsors, they ask questions like that. Yeah. Who's coming? How should we prepare? Uh, are there, is it mostly gym owners or mostly coaches? Uh, what do you think would be good things to present for us? Stuff like that. So they, the, the professional ones, they ask you a lot of questions. That's good. And we've had the same experience with the summit, dude. The yeah. professional um, companies, they have booths and they get an amazing uh, return just from the number of people that they meet there. Yeah. Uh, so my question is, you know, how do you attract people who are beyond your personal connection? Let's imagine that you know every gym owner in Sweden. Okay, yeah. well, that's impossible, but you you definitely don't know every gym owner in Finland no. or Norway. And I also met people there from the UK. You know, yeah. why did those people come to Coaches Congress? I think it was mainly because of two different things. Uh, okay. One of them was like people who had been to the Congress had been telling their friends and other gym owners in their country or area about it. And I also had a couple of personal friends in Finland because when I used to work there as a leadership consultant, I actually helped a couple of guys start across the gym there. So I had a little personal network there. Uh, and also the other thing was that we had this guy, Chris Cooper was coming as a <laughs> presenter. <laughs> I think it was Greg Glassman. Yeah. And we had Greg Glassman and, uh, I think every year we have had presenters and speakers in, in world class, the best of the best, basically. So you can't really ignore that <laughs> year after year if, you're a, if you want to be a professional gym owner. So, right. and, and to be fair, yeah, I think that Greg Glassman was the, the main difference last year. Sure. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't have had gym owners from Croatia or from Latvia or... Germany or Ireland or even Greece. No, definitely. But to be honest, Chris, a lot of people signing up, they actually said it was because the strong um, presence of two brain business also and, and you. So, Oh, that's, that's flat. Yeah. Here. 
here. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, honestly, pair, like I wasn't planning to ask this question, but um, I'll say it this way. I felt like HQ kind of backed out at the very last minute. And I'm sure that's just my, my personal perception, but for whatever reason, Greg couldn't come and, and Jimmy was yeah. there and, you know, Jimmy gave a great talk, but it's not the same. How do you handle that? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it was like the last minute, definitely. I think it was like two and a half weeks before the event. So we had been marketing this event like a lot around him, of course, but not only because my tech, for me, the main attraction wasn't that, but I, I knew it would attract people, but I wanted it to be this professional event with a lot of other stuff as well. So we just talked about it uh, a day or two, me and the, the, my, my partners around this event. And then what we agreed on was that I was going to email everyone who had signed up and say, yeah, he's not coming. I'm sorry, guys, but this is still a great event. If you want your money back, we're going to give it to you. But I th really think you should come. So I think we had two people asking for their money back and that's it. And then I brought it up on my opening speech at the event. And I just said, yeah, we all know he's not coming and uh, it's not good. But still, there's 280 people of us here. We have great presenters. So enjoy the weekend. And I heard nothing about it during the weekend. So That's amazing. Yeah. So you started with the audience who trusted you the most, your personal connections. Yeah. Then yeah. you went to a slightly larger audience with who yeah. had something in common, CF Sweden. Yeah. Uh, and then you gradually leveraged that trust uh, over the years to build Coaches Congress and add speakers and add sponsors. Yeah. yeah. And then when that, when you were tested because your your biggest promise, Greg Glassman, didn't work out. Yeah. Um, do you feel like trust was the reason that people didn't complain and most didn't ask for a refund? Perhaps, at least among the people that I know. And also the fact that this was really close to the event and people had booked their tickets, they had booked their flight tickets, the hotel, etc. And also, I, I know that most gym owners they come for the knowledge around being business owners uh, and not to, to listen to Greg Lassman for one hour. Right. That, uh, that's what I think. So, uh, yeah. The message that I took from the crowd, um, nobody said we're disappointed in the event or its organizers. Uh, a few people did say we're disappointed that the HD backed out. And I think that's yeah. because you have such a strong piece of trust that they knew that it wasn't your fault. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that actually probably strengthened um, the, the validity of the program. So you had 280 people there. And I heard just amazing comments all weekend. Um, yeah. So where's Coaches Congress going, Per? What happens now? Well, it's, we're doing it in like three weeks. So it's between the 24th and the 26th of January. So uh, it's still like an international event. We have... Uh, a lineup of speakers and presenters and workshops that is just world-class. I'm using that word over and over again, but you know, we have, we have presenters from, we have healthy steps, nutrition and precision nutrition coming. We have Fantastic. mentors from two brain business. We have Jim Crowell and Carl Hardwick from OPEX, Keegan Martin from brand X. Ileko is bringing a strong team. So, uh, we're still just trying to provide 
uh, <laughs> great value. That's it. I'm not, I'm not changing much, right? Still just trying to give people what they need. So this really is a world-class event folks. And, um, you know, I went to Stockholm last year, had an amazing time and, you know, it might feel like Stockholm is quite a ways away, but honestly, as an English speaker, I don't think I encountered anybody who couldn't speak English Even the Uber driver was fine. And then, um, you know, Pear has a great facility. Um, I slept on the plane. So as soon as I got off the plane, I was ready to go, had a shower at Pear's gym and uh, I think went on stage within like 10 minutes. It was great. And then, um, the other speakers in the lineup yeah. were so great that I, I sat around and listened to uh, presentations all weekend and learned a ton of stuff. And you've got some, some very veteran speakers coming with Nicole. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen Keegan since maybe the 2012 or 2013 CrossFit games when he was still a little kid. Um, he's a teenager, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, Jim Crowell, you know, he, he's yeah. on the speaker circuit a lot. He's a great speaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've just got an all-star lineup there. And I think that just builds trust more and more. So my last yeah. question, Pear, is really how many people come back every single year? Like what percentage of the audience is returnees? Uh, I would say around uh, 70% almost. Uh, one thing that I like is that most of the people coming back, they are bringing a bigger team. Right, so let's say they came as a single owner or an owner or a coach uh, or two owners, and now they're bringing all of their coaches and stuff like that. So that is for me a sign that they really like the event. If you bring eight coaches, then something must have been good the year before. Yeah, and you know, I think when it comes back to audience building, I think that's trust factors into that piece of it too, because you would not bring your staff or your parents to something where you didn't think they would have a great time. No, exactly. Um, Okay. Do you have any other tips for people who are looking to build an audience for their event or their competition or just for you? Yeah, I think I would, I would, I would mention something that I mention a lot to my mentees as well. uh, And that is around social media and being very consistent on communicating (laughs) So I think what I did last year, for instance, and I have been doing for a couple of years, like everyone who signed up, I emailed them and said, wow, I'm glad that you're coming. What do you hope to get of the event? Do you have a picture of you or, and your team that I can post on Facebook or Instagram? So that's what I did. I always posted. So CrossFit Escapist from Germany is coming and they are bringing a couple of coaches. Are you going to be there? Stuff like that. So that made them very happy. Uh, it's like being introduced into the Facebook uh, growth group, right? In two brain business. Uh, so you need to be very consistent on community. Yeah. So really, you know, uh, creating those podiums for people, making them feel special, grows their trust for you and their influence. Uh, so Per, thanks a lot for coming on the show, man. I, I know um, this was, I, I just gave you the topics this morning. You did a great job. And I think everybody can learn something about building audiences through trust. Thank you for listening to another edition of Two Brain Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating or review. We really appreciate that. To find out how a mentor can help you add $5,000 in revenue to your gym, book a free call at twobrainbusiness.com. 